On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with David Schultz from Common Skew, and he tells us why we shouldn't eventually our life away. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is what I like to call an actual industry rock star. You can tell by the guitars <laughs> on the wall behind him. He is the VP of Supplier Partnerships at Common Skew. He's my good buddy, David Schultz. Thanks so much for joining me, bud. Hey, Kirby. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I always enjoy it when I get to talk to you. So, Yeah, we can talk running, we can talk guitars, whatever you want, what? like, or we can actually just do this. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll talk so, about those later. Yeah, right. Once, once the recording is done. Um, yes. So one thing I know about you is you were with Distributor Central for many years. Um, mm -hmm. You were one of the leaders there, one of the creators there. And now you've made the transition and you're at Common Skew, another technology company. So. Tell me what it was like to make that transition after all that time. How did how did that go? Uh, well, it went fine. I mean, it's you know, I I had been there for 17 years, kind of there from when we launched the company, and you know, I came on board originally. I came from the engineering world and was in grad school at the time, and this opportunity with this small startup in Kansas City or on the outskirts of Kansas City came up, and. Um, it was involving a lot more on the tech side and the uh, web development side than I had been doing in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, little known fact about me, um, pro tip, my undergraduate degree was in meteorology. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I tell it. that to people and they're like, what? Yeah. What are you doing in this industry? <laughs> of course, you know, as you and I know, nobody lands in this industry on purpose for the most part. So. Yeah. Well, but what I would say is you, you are <laughs> set up to weather the storm. So, yes. <laughs> Nice pun. <laughs> okay. Like it. Like it. Um, so yeah, so I, I took that shot, went to work at the time for Jason uh, Noakes and Tom Mertz, uh, who Tom was also the founder of TradeNet Publishing. And so they were kind of launching Distributor Central at that time. And um, yeah, a great group of people, learned a lot, got to do a lot of really cool stuff in terms of uh, learning the development side and eventually phasing myself out of the, the coding side per se, um, because we had a lot of really sharp, younger, smarter developers coming on staff at that time. And, and Jason and I and Tiffany kind of knew the industry side more. So we spent more time talking to the customers about what we did and, mm -hmm. and let the people who really knew the coding do the coding. Right. But yeah, great, great group of people. So the, the, the you know, it, you can, there's always a time where you feel like there may be something else you should be trying or, or doing. And, and I was there for 17 years. It was a long time. And, and uh, you know, this opportunity came up out of the blue mm -hmm. to go work for a couple of people that I have a ton of respect for in the industry, Mark and Catherine Graham. And at the time you, you tell yourself, well, you know, I've been here for 17 years. How can I leave or how can I do something different? And, you know, as somebody wise said to me recently, you can, you can eventually yourself out of a lifetime, mm -hmm. you know? So if you, you just keep putting things off and decide not to try something new, you could miss out on a great opportunity. And, and this was a great opportunity to work with uh, some people I really admire and a team that's been doing some really, really cool stuff. Um, and in fact, I, if you saw PPB this week, both Distributor Central and Common Skew were listed as two of the top companies in the industry to work for. So I've been lucky enough to work with, with two really groups of people. 
really good groups of people. And I'm six months in. It's going really well. I've been having a lot of fun, learning a lot from some 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 people that uh, really do some some fascinating things in terms of both you know development and content and uh, in-person live shows and things like that. So it's it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun the last six months. That's cool. That's cool. I have been I've been saying I feel like it's like becoming a dream team over there at Common Skew, and I I'm, I'm glad things are going well for you. So. You know, I think all of us or many folks end up making that transition at some point, right? Some sort of transition. Yeah. So because you've just done it, right? Like, So what's advice would you give someone getting ready to make a jump and start something new? What advice do you have? It's If it feels right, you know, if it, if it feels right and it feels like something that's going to either make you more happy or more fulfilled or teach you something new about yourself um, – then there's no right time to do it, you know. And I, I, I just I I had a hard time coming to grips with having to tell my team that I was doing this. You know, that was probably the most difficult part. The transition was the easier part. The having to to go and tell Jason and Tiffany and Tom and, and the rest of the team there that that I was leaving was the hard part. And and you know I gave a quite a long transition period. You know I think. It was about a month or so I spent kind of transitioning mm-hmm. roles, um, and and quite frankly, I still talk to them all the time. I right. have beers with Jason at least once a month, mm-hmm. and you know, Common Skew and Distributor Central still have a technical partnership in terms of the product data feed. So, um, it's I still talk to him all the time, and um, but yeah, like I said, it's you you can you, you can eventually yourself out of a lifetime and and never take that opportunity, never take that chance and try something new. And I know you've done that with several of your business ventures as well. So I just said it, it, it felt right. And it was the right time of my life to, uh, to try something different. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I really do like that. And I will say, man, I've said that to people before where it's like, you know, the wrong time to do it is someday. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And uh, so I like that. So one of the things you and I have talked about, we've talked about on the show, we've talked about in personal lives is we enjoy doing things that are more adventurous, obviously. And on a separate uh, show, we talked about doing the Ragnar race together, which was epic. Yeah. And just the idea to try new things and, you know, have some adventure in our life. So talk to me first about why you think that matters. And I'm curious to know what adventures you have coming up. Uh, yeah, I've been so busy with the new job and two teenage kids and one getting ready to go off to college in a year that uh, I don't have a whole lot of hardcore adventures on my plate okay. at the at the moment coming up. We'll see though because I um, you know I shouldn't be admitting this in public, but I've I've got a pretty milestone birthday coming up later this year, and so you know I know that my, I, d- I didn't say it. But <laughs> I know that <laughs> for my 40th birthday, I think I you know I did an Ironman and. Uh, I did a triathlon in Thailand, and um, you know, at one point I went and to raise money for one of our our um, our women's shelters in Kansas City. I went over to Tanzania and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and raised money for basically every foot we climbed. So, I've always had a love of those type of adventures, and particularly if they can be tied back to something cause related, you know, like that yeah. was to raise money, um, you know, and and travel in general. I think it's like you know, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So get out there, go see the world, learn about different cultures and things like that. I, you know, when I was, I was in middle school, grade school, middle school, my father was stationed in Belgium for three years. So, you know, and it was a unique military base. It wasn't a U.S. military base. It was the NATO headquarters. And so your neighbors weren't all American military. You know, one, one of my neighbors was 
British Air Force and my other Navy was my other neighbor was Italian Navy so as kids none of us even spoke the same language but we played together every day so it was a pretty fascinating way to Mm -hmm. you know to kind of think about things that way and for me going out into nature going hiking or going running is is always a way that it you know brings the blood pressure down and and lets you think about things other than work for a while and um you know so i i can't imagine those will ever go away mm. but yes for sure we need to do another ragnar yeah. um, i think the other day you agreed to do a half marathon with with me and mark graham at some point <laughs> this year maybe uh, maybe so we've got to get that on the calendar and yeah it's it's pretty neat too seeing i mean the industry has kind of rallied behind this idea too right mm. it's like for so many years all of our networking was done in bars and restaurants yeah. and you know dana zezo kind of tipped that on its ear one year when he said, well, let's go out in the desert and run for 24 hours. (laughs) And then at the Chicago show one year, instead of going out to a steak dinner, we took some clients out, um, stand up paddle boarding on the canals in downtown Chicago. So there's always something different you can do that, that puts a little adventure and and mystery back into what used to be kind of, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having drinks in a bar with your friends. That's always a great thing to do, but yeah. Yeah. Mixing it up. Yeah. Yeah. I will always have a special place in my heart for the uh, group that went to in slept in tents in uh, Arizona <laughs> in the Ragnar. So, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. So, okay, cool. You've answered my three questions. Great job. Um, you get a chance to ask me one. Do you have one for me? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had some really oddball ones I was going <laughs> to ask you, but, you know, right. it came back to I've seen you launch new initiatives, new businesses, new. Um, yeah, new podcasts, new video content, all kinds of new stuff. Uh, currently, the you know a lot of those are related to our industry. I know you have some businesses that are outside our industry, related to beer and uh, commercial real estate and things like that. But if I were to walk up to you and write you a check for a hundred thousand dollars and said, "Go start any new business you want today," what would you consider doing? What kind of business would you launch? Wow, that I have not been asked that question. That's a great question. Um, okay, so in addition to what we're, I'm already doing, right? Is that right. The, okay. Yep. So I think I think that we're at a time where there it's where everybody else is zigging and you can zag. I think in the right niche, some sort of publishing company um, might have a play. And by publishing, that might be a printed piece, but it also might be um, website. It might be, you know, like a, a publishing as in today's publishing. Um, I actually think there'd be, if you find the right niche, if it's triathlon runners who are in the promotional products industry, um, probably not that a niche. A good triathlon rock band? Yeah, right. <laughs> but something, if you could find the right uh, niche to play into and... Um, then you could essentially create um, online content. You could create social. I think printed. I actually think event-based. Um, yeah. I think that some yeah. sort of publishing slash media company in that vein is intriguing to me. And I see that and I go, I think the people, actually I had this conversation today, David, I think it ties back, is I think that the people who have control over the idea of creating real human connection again because we've strayed away from it. Technology has allowed us to actually isolate ourselves and make us more lonely. Um, And I think that the people who are in charge of getting people back together really have an interesting way to monetize their future. And so I think that's probably my answer. 
That's cool. It's an interesting way to look at it. Cool, man. Well, that was a great question. I haven't been asked that one before, so I love it. Well, hey, thank you so much for doing this. I always it, uh, appreciate it. It was going to be that or the one, uh, if you found a penguin in your refrigerator, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That we'll save that for next time. <laughs> yeah, next time I will, I will definitely answer that. Well, thanks, buddy. We'll have to do it right. again, okay? Yeah, thanks, Kirby. Well, Talk to you soon. Yep, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.